0: Welcome to the Week 12 FFL Podcast. I am Jeff the Freebird Nickerson, the GM of the top damn team in the league, the Las Vegas Freebirds, and you can't teach that. But that's enough about me.
1: We have a huge show this week. It was deadline day yesterday, and what a deadline it was. We had
0: 15
1: trades. Top teams are going all in. And the teams at the bottom, well, they're getting ready for next year's draft. It was a successful day for pretty much everybody. Like I said, we got a massive show. So I'm going to go through all the teams that blew it up yesterday. Then I'm going to have our guest on this week, the GM of the Vancouver Grizzlies, Jared Franklin, to break down the teams that are going for it. The teams that are looking to get the first ship in F. FL history. Then after that I will rip through the week 12 matchups and we got a couple big games this week. But before we get all of that, let's hear from this week's sponsor.
0: (laughs) Oh, is this thing on, man? Oh, I'm sorry, man. Hey man, I'm Jared, man. I'm here today to talk to you about my company, man. Jared's Joints. So let me tell you about it, man. I used to live in Ontario, right, man? And everyone said, Jared, man, you roll the best joints. And then I moved to BC and everyone was like, wow, Jared, you roll the best joints, man. So I was like, you know what, man? These joints have gotten me through some of the hardest times of my life. Like every Sunday, man, when I have to watch my Chargers and Phillip Rivers, man, it's so tough. So I thought, why don't I open a website, man, and start selling my joints to the world? Yeah, that's right, man. Jared's Joints is going worldwide. You live in Sweden, man, and you want to smoke a Jared joint? Well, place an order, man, at Jaredjoint.com, and I'll send you a joint. It's that easy, man. Okay, thanks, guys. Oh, you guys need a promo, man? I don't know. How about, I don't know, man. I'm high. I'm high 20, man. Let's go with that. I'm high 20 Jared's joints, man. Enjoy. All right. Thanks guys. Cool.
1: All right. So I'm going to break down all the teams that are looking ahead to the FFL draft next year. And then I'm going to have Jared on and we'll go over all the teams that are still going for it this year. So we'll start off with a couple teams that did nothing yesterday. The Cincinnati Psychos, who were trying to trade Bo Scarborough, and the Georgetown Hoyas, who had Mahomes on the table. Both could not find a dance partner, though. The Hoyas still have hope of making the playoffs, but luckily for them, they didn't go all in and are going to end up missing it. They'll be fine for the draft next year. While well, Cincy did its work earlier in the year and have to feel good about going into next year's draft with two twos, two fives, and two sixes. All right, now let's talk about the teams that were actually active yesterday. First, the team that kind of owned the day, the Austin Rattlesnakes. They moved out Crowder, Watson, Edelman, Elliott, Barkley, Adams, Schobert, Hunter, Montgomery, and Diggs, and they were all moved for better picks. The Snakes now go into next year's draft with two sixes, two eights, three nines, and they'll be done their draft by the 14th round. Now, I'm not saying that's a massive haul for the Snakes, but they have to feel good about going into next year's draft compared to where they were two weeks ago when they went all in with their picks and they were still out of a playoff spot. So now to be in a good spot to put a good team together next year, that is a good day for the Snakes. Hell of a day. Now let's talk about the Georgia Peets. They were moving and shaking all day. They traded out Josh Gordon, Jay Ajayi, Tom Brady, Alshon Jeffrey, and Wayne Gallman. They got better late picks back for all these guys. Pete's going to next year's draft with no second-round pick, but they have three-thirds and two-fourths and two-fifths. Another team with a great chance to draft a very good squad next year. Next up, we have the Myrtle Beach Mermen. Now, this is a team that started the rebuild process early. So they didn't have much left, but they still made two good moves, moving out Minka Fitzpatrick and Khalil Mack and Jonathan Williams. They grabbed an 11th and 10th for those guys. Mermen go into next year's draft in the driver's seat. If they miss the playoffs next year, GM Darcy Linton should retire from fantasy football because they have two seconds and four thirds. That is wild. Get studying, Darce, because you cannot fuck this up. Like, I'm telling you, do not fuck this up. Next, let's talk about the Atlantic City Aces. The Azano curse has made its way to Atlantic City. Being terrible at fantasy is like a mouth herpy for Azano that he just can't get rid of. We all see the cold sore. He sees it, obviously. But we all try to avoid it. We don't want to talk about it, but year after year, it's there. You need to find a cure, bro- brother. Anyway, the Aces moved out Adam Thielen and Larry Fitzgerald. The Aces go into next year's draft with a pick in the first four rounds and three sixes. And they only have one pick after the 11th round. Maybe next year will be the Aces year. I highly doubt it. Next up, we have the Arizona Big Red. They made a small move yesterday dealing Alexander Mattinson, and they got back a 16th. Next year, they're in a good spot with two picks in each of the 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th rounds. That's a good chance for the Arizona Big Red to jump right back into the playoff hunt next year. All right, that's the seven teams already looking to next year. Let's bring on our guest this week and go over the teams going for it. Okay, let's welcome to the podcast the GM of the 7-4, and four, Vancouver Grizzlies, Jared Franklin. Jared, welcome to the pod.
2: Glad to be on. Thanks for having me.
1: Problem. So, I've already gone through all the teams that have uh, mailed it in. They're ready for next year. So, let's break down the nine teams still going for it. Uh, first up, we have the Buffalo Bush Boys, the Bipolar Rock and Rollers. First, they were a top team, and then they blew it up, and now they're back in it again. Maybe because some people decided to trade them good players when they didn't need to, but we'll talk about that later. Yesterday, the Bush boys picked up Tom Brady, David Montgomery for late picks. For the draft, the Bush boys look good. They have two seconds, two fourths, and three sevenths. So, Jared, what do you think of the chances of the Bush boys getting back in the playoffs?
2: I mean, nothing would make me happier than see him knock out the fireball freaks, for sure. That'd be great, but... uh We'll, uh, we'll see if they can pull it together
1: these last few games to get in here. Yeah, getting Brady helps. They're good at running back because you gave them Joe Mixon when you didn't need to. Yeah. Uh, They're fine at wide receiver, probably because you gave them Juju. But yeah, other than that... As
2: long as he doesn't have a concussion, he should be right.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, next up is the Fireball Freaks. They picked up Jameson Crowder for a tenth, and that's it. Sources say they were all in on Zeke, but couldn't and wouldn't top the Freebirds' offer. Hate to see it. Uh, They go into next draft with really out any issues. They didn't blow it up with those bad trades they made earlier. Uh, Thoughts on the Freaks? Can they hold on to the eighth spot?
2: Uh, I'm thinking no, but uh, we'll see. (laughs) Um, I mean, they got a decent team. The receivers are good. They're just uh, wild card receivers that turned into studs this year out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, uh, well, Josh Allen being eighth in fantasy points. Didn't see that coming. And then Todd Gurley, best week of the year last week. Good time for the freaks.
2: Yeah. You'd think he probably ran out of that, though, so he probably got not much left for the stretch here.
1: Yeah, that'd be good. Okay, uh, next we'll talk about the Curtis Breeze. Not a busy day for the Breeze. They picked up Marlon Max handcuffed Jonathan Williams from the Mermen for an 11th. They'll go into next year's draft in good shape. They didn't really move any picks. Jared, thoughts on the Breeze?
2: I like that they didn't do much because I'm playing them this week, so that was nice to see. I was a little bit worried they are going to go out and get somebody like Zeke or somebody, but yeah. good to see them not do much, and uh, hopefully we can we can get by. <laughs> well,
1: they're still a good team. Russell Wilson, Chubb, Odell. They got guys that could go off. They should be one of the final four teams. We'll see. Next up, we have the Mimico Tigers. Tigers have made a couple moves yesterday. Jay Ajayi and Adam Thielen for late picks. They're coming off an awful loss to the Freaks last week. The Tigers need to rebound for the draft. They're going in without a third and a six, but they have a lot of picks between the eighth and the 13th round, so they'll be fine. Thoughts on your Tigers, your buddy's Tigers, the rest of the way?
2: Well, funny story about that. I had the same trade offered to me on Thielen. However, I didn't want to drop anybody, so I sent back the exact same trade (laughs) with Williams involved in it. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, next thing I know Thielen's on uh, the Mimico Tigers, so yeah, that didn't really
1: work out great. Yeah, he pulled it right from here. I don't think Thielen's <laughs> yeah. gonna do much though the rest of the way to be honest. I don't like hammies. Yeah. Um I really like the Dallas connection he has with Dax and Cooper. The team's good, but I mean I think he's got a lot of injuries to worry about. Seems like everybody's questionable on his team, so we'll see how that plays out. <laughs> yeah. The Hopefully, Dallas Diesel weights. There, yeah. The Dallas Dieselweights, who sat out most of the action yesterday, then decided to jump in late, adding Mark Ingram for a fourth and Devin Singletary. Draft-wise, pretty clean board for the Weights. Surprised he didn't go in all, all in with draft picks this year because nobody cares less about draft rankings than Dees. Um, anyway, thoughts on the Dieselweights and their trade?
2: I mean, you knew they weren't going to get through the deadline without getting a Dieselweight like Mark Ingram on their team. So <laughs> you yeah. can see that coming from a mile away.
1: yeah. yeah. For me for me, I kinda hate it. I Mark Mark Ingram's yeah, he had a great press conference on Sunday, and I'd say that's probably why Dee's traded for him. Um he's good, but I think he's a band-aid. I'd be shocked if he finishes the whole year healthy. I can't see it. never um, know because
2: he got like thousand points at a win this year, yeah,
1: with Dee's he'll probably yeah, he'll lead the league in rushing somehow. <laughs> Um Miami Vice added Khalil Mack, Mika Fitzpatrick, and Alshon Jeffrey for late picks. Miami is missing a third next year, but other than that, they got a good draft board. Thoughts on the Vice the rest of the way?
2: It's good pickups, but I hate Alshon Jeffrey personally, <laughs> but you know. Yeah. Bench guy um, doesn't yeah, matter. They should be they should just keep winning at this rate. They're what, six in a row, seven in a row, so they should maybe be a couple more in the
1: eight league. in a row. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's getting ridiculous
1: at this point. Eight in a row, I think he's the scariest team in the league. He's got Lamar, and if Kamara gets cooking, that's, that's terrifying. Yeah. Um, next up, Bermuda Blue Fins. They added Gordon, Barkley, Wagner, Singletary, and that meth addict Adams. Hell of a day for Bermuda. Draft-wise, other than no third next year, they are fine. Thoughts on Bermuda? Bermuda's day and how they will do the rest of the year? Uh,
2: they looked all right. Uh, they didn't really trade much, like, picks-wise, so fit better than me. Uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll get to you, don't you worry. We'll get to you. <laughs> but,
2: yeah, no, they looked good, yeah, look
1: good. Yeah, good. they're loaded. They're loaded. But I don't like Matt Ryan as your quarterback. I don't even know if he's going to finish the whole year. Why would they play him right to the end?
2: I mean, I, I, as long as I bet the Falcons this week, they should do awful. So I'll yeah. just bet them.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay, next up, let's talk about the Vegas Freebirds. Two moves yesterday, picking up Alexander Mattinson, handcuff for Cook, and then the blockbuster, adding Zeke, Daniil Hunter, and Joe Sherbert. Really happy with my day. Draft-wise for me next year, I have no second, and I pretty much only have late picks in the 15th round, but I got Zeke. I got Hopkins. I got Hyde for pretty much a second in late picks. I'll take it. Thoughts on my day and my chances the rest of the way. This is very important what you have to say now.
2: I mean, essentially, you you just traded for Zeke for like maybe a couple picks swap, maybe, yeah, if you're lucky. Pretty much. So, it's pretty good trade,
1: I think. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm pretty excited to like start it. Zeke Cook and Josh Jacobs from here on out. Very excited. Yeah,
2: it's not it's not bad. No. I'm not gonna lie. All right.
1: <laughs> I'm so, a thank you thank you thank you all right last team is your team the vancouver grizzlies yesterday you added watson Ingram, edelman and Diggs for picks but again you traded players i wouldn't trade why did you trade jamal williams when he's the top handcuff why did you trade austin hooper when he's coming back from that injury i get you added some talent but why didn't you unload guys like aj green like why is he still on your team
2: I am way too locked into this point at A.J. Green to give up on him now.
1: <laughs> you are, you're moving players. You will actually start if a guy goes down, and you have A.J. Green on your bench.
2: I didn't I, want to give up Williams, but I was like panicking, and I was like, well, I should have already spent draft pick on Williams. So
1: Panic yeah, trade. Green, so, Love to hear it. Yeah, Love man. to hear it. I'm
2: addicted it. to trades at this point.
1: So Draft-wise, let's go to your draft. Draft-wise, you have no second, no fourth. <laughs> you have no ninth. Or ten. How do you feel it's about certain, that going into the draft?
2: Certainly build year, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, we'll be we'll be looking to get some value picks. Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll wait to the deadline this time to make trades.
1: Yeah, I, I think you're gonna have a whole new strategy next year because that's yeah, a whole. Yeah, yeah, that's a hole you're be getting out of. Year. I do like your yeah. team though with digs in the flex. I think you should contend, and you better because all these moves yeah. you. You can't be going out in the first round.
2: Grizzlies all in this year. We uh, lose this year. We won't be able to look our fans. (laughs) Uh, We might have to move
1: cities. You might. Okay, so we made it through all the nine teams trying for the ship. Uh, Let's move on to the fun stuff. Every week I have a guest on. We ask a few questions, and we need the answers to them. So are you ready? Absolutely. Okay, our first question is the Bet365 Lock of the Week. We are on a two-week win streak after Beal's electric Browns and Falcons parlay. So, Jared, what is your Lock of the Week?
2: So, Lock of the Week is obviously the Leafs because they just shit-can Babs. And they're going to win tomorrow by at least puck line. So, I go one and a half on there. Okay. And then if we're going for a parlay for the weekend for some football, we'll go Baltimore minus three. And Detroit, minus three and a half. Oh. Arlen, yeah. for plus 270. Let's go. And lock it
1: in. Who's Detroit play again?
2: They are playing Washington.
1: Okay. Yep, that's fine with me. As long as it's high scoring. I got Haskins. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, you have to pick one. Prime Philip Rivers or prime Eli Manning. And before you answer, uh, for me, it is Eli Championships are all that matters. Eli has two. There's a reason he didn't go to the Chargers, and that's, be, and that's been proven. I think Rivers has lost it. I think you guys have unreal players, but the problem is you have an awful coach, and your quarterback looks like someone who replaced his shoulder blade with a brick. He's awful. Honestly, I would take almost every starting quarterback over him, including Josh Allen. Now your pick
2: i hate josh
1: allen <laughs> <laughs> um
2: like well, we're obviously going championships so give me a championship <laughs> yeah
1: exactly so you're with eli so
2: i guess i'd have to take Eli.
1: oh my okay. god
2: are you put me in a box
1: <laughs> you gotta go championships but i mean like how do you cheer for that weekly like we've had two night games in a row where you guys are saying oh it's philip rivers doing these it's little stupid emojis he's seven, fucking two, terrible He's we have awful. Two prime time games this year, and the guy throws seven goddamn picks. It looks like he's throwing underwater. He is awful. I
2: Tua is gonna look fabulous. in counter-blue <laughs>
1: Hey, you might get him in the second round now that he's Bo Jackson. Yeah, um,
2: yeah we get an O line in the first round. Yeah. and then Tua in the second.
1: <laughs> Third question on January thirteenth, two thousand and nineteen. Did you tweet? I wish Kirk Cousins was my quarterback over Phillip Rivers. Yes. Yes, yes, you did. That's it. right, you did do that. Fourth question. I didn't, didn't do it by choice. Oh, no, hey, you tweeted it. It's out there. Fourth question, need you to pick one. The Chargers win a Super Bowl, but you are never allowed to smoke weed again. Or the Leafs win the Stanley Cup, and you are never allowed to gamble again, and that includes fantasy football. Oh,
2: that's the Leafs.
1: You would take the Leafs? Yeah. I can still gambling, but I can still... We? Yeah. Leafs yeah. <laughs> all day. I like it. You and Sheldon <laughs> Keefe raising the cup, having a joint.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: All right. And the fifth and final question, Corey or Kerry Beal? <laughs> well,
2: Kerry had a chance yesterday. I made him some trade offers. I thought he was going to be nice to me. He wasn't very nice. He had some bad trade offers back. And then Corey just came in. He's pretty much giving me players. So yep. I guess I got
0: to to go with Corey. Oh, my
1: God. It's a clean sweep. <laughs> Maybe next week, Kerry. I'm sorry. Jared, thanks for coming on. Good luck the rest of the way until you play me. Thanks, buddy. Last week of the season. Yeah, exactly. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. All right, now let's run through the week twelve matchups as quick as possible. Last week I went six and two to bring my record to sixty one and twenty seven on the year. What a heater! Okay, so I'm going to speed through the nothing matchups. I have Fireball over Cincy. I have Bermuda over the Peets. I have the Snakes over the Mermen. I have the Bush Boys over the Big Red. And I have Mimico over Atlantic City. But if the Tigers players aren't healthy in time, this one could be a lot closer for the Tigers. Now, let's get into the games of the week. First up, we have the 4th ranked Curtis Breeze taking on the 5th ranked Vancouver Grizzlies. Massive game. Two very good teams. But I'm going to give this one to the Grizz because they got the FFL podcast bump this week, I have the Grizz over the Breeze in a nail-biter. Next up, we have the third-ranked Dallas Dieselweights taking on the second-ranked Miami Vice. It doesn't get much bigger than this. If the Vice win, that's nine in a row. And they lock up the top seed in the WCW Conference. 150 bucks, Jeff. Keep the change. If Dallas wins... They are still alive for the top spot in the WWF. Listen, there is nobody hotter than the Vice right now. And I am not going against them until somebody knocks them off. I have the Vice over the D-Weights. Hate to see it. And one more game. It's the top damn team in the league. The loss. Vegas Freebirds taking on the 12th-ranked Georgetown Hoyas. And I got four words for you, Doogie.
0: Birds by a billion! FFL Week 12, let's ride!